The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Remember, 
Jesus put them to shame All hell just trembles For they must obey And heaven stands at attention When I mention that name And heaven stands at attention When I You're listening to The Hour of Anointing, and I'm David Ingalls. We're talking about healing and divine health on this broadcast today. One person said, if it were not for this thing you call sin consciousness, I would have faith. If I had faith, I would have my healing. But the word does not seem real to me. I read it, and I say, by his stripes I am healed. And yet in my mind I hear another voice saying, but the pain is still there. I find that I am giving two testimonies continually, one with my lips and the other with my intellect. We must fully understand that no matter what one's standing is in heaven, if he has no faith in it, it does him no good. No matter what a person's privileges are, if the hand of faith is paralyzed by unbelief, it's impossible to take a hold of the promises and provisions of God. So we're going to build faith today because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Thank God we have a treasure in this earthen vessel of ours, and that treasure is the name of Jesus. Jesus has given us his name, that when circumstances rise to come against us, it's in the name of Jesus we speak that name, and all heaven stands at attention, and all hell just trembles at that wonderful name, Jesus. Matthew 8, verses 16 and 17, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken through Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bare our diseases. Now, these scriptures from God's word prove that healing belongs to us. We simply know that by his stripes we are healed. We thank the Father for our perfect deliverance. It's not necessary that we pray or ask at this particular point, just to thank him for it because he's already done it. The Bible says he's done all things well. We know that he said, by his stripes, you were healed. These afflictions in our bodies were laid upon Jesus. He bore them, so we do not need to bear them. All we need to do is recognize and accept the fact that he has healed us. We refuse to allow disease in our bodies. We are healed. We have a song that says, I don't allow hurting. I just allow healing. I don't allow lying. I don't allow stealing. Sometimes we haven't known we have that authority, but we have the authority to walk in the name of Jesus and to live in the inheritance that he purchased for us by his stripes on his back. He was bruised in his spirit for us. Healing was consummated in Christ for us. And by believing and embracing this, it means the end of chronic troubles in the body of believers. We deal with this thing we call sin consciousness. As I said, the person said, I would have faith, and I'd have my healing if I didn't remember all this other stuff. Well, what we do is we put in the good, and that drives out the bad and the old. As long as a person is ruled by sin consciousness, he has no sense of redemption. That's why we must keep feeding along the line of what the name of Jesus is and what it really means that we have power of attorney to use that name, that we have been redeemed from the curse of 
spiritual death, poverty, and sickness included, so that that drives the condemnation away. The Bible says we have been redeemed from condemnation, that it has no place in us. As long as Satan, though, rules in our thinking processes, faith will be shriveled and underdeveloped. All through the revelations God gave Paul, we call the epistles, and from Romans through Hebrews, a complete redemption is taught, not just a partial that we are going to be born again and finally make it to heaven through the trials and tribulations of life and finally make it to heaven. No, it's a perfect redemption. Hebrews 2 and 14 I read, Since then the children are sharers in flesh and blood, he also himself in like manner partook of the same, that through death he might bring to naught or to zero him that had the authority of death, that is, the devil. See, the devil had the authority, but Jesus brought him to naught, or we would say to zero, and took the authority. He stripped him of his authority. We have the authority. Jesus gave us the authority. Revelation 1.18 says this, I am he that was dead, and behold, or look, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and Hades. Satan was put to naught or put to zero. His ability was paralyzed. Colossians 2.15 tells us that. He put off from himself the principalities and powers and made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Healing belongs to the believer. A friend of mine related a story. He said he was preaching in a small church one time, and while preaching, when well, he got a little too warm or a little too hot, and when he stepped outdoors then after the service, then his body had been wet with perspiration and everything, and when the cold outdoor air hit him in the face, then he said his throat started hurting. By the time he said, I reached the parking lot, I could hardly speak. And then the next day he said, my chest started hurting, and I couldn't speak above a whisper. Then he said he started reading scriptures on healing, just healing scriptures with the Bible open right before him. He said, I prayed silently and said, Lord, your word tells me I am healed. Then he said, if I ask my body... If I were healed, the body would say no. If I asked my feelings if I were healed, the answer would be no. If I were to ask the people round about that were observing me, if I were healed, they would say that I was not. But Lord, your word says, God is truth and every man is a liar. So if I say I'm not healed, then I'm a liar. Your word says that God cannot lie. Romans 3 and 4 says, God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy sayings, and mightest overcome them when thou art judged. He said it came time for the evening service, stepped up to the microphone on the platform and said, I want to thank God that I'm healed. The congregation looked kind of funny at him and like he was crazy. He said, because I was actually barely just whispering. He said, then I began to tell them what the word of God says about healing in that whispering voice. I showed them from the word that I was healed. I told them what God says is true and that if I said I wasn't healed, I'd be lying. I told them that I wanted them to stand and praise God with me because I was healed. He said, as soon as we stood and began praising God, I hadn't said hallelujah three times <laughs> until my voice came back. He said, then I preached my sermon with a strong, clear voice, and that night this congregation got to see an illustration of faith in God's word in action. All we do is trust him and thank him for what he's done. 
His word says, 1 Peter 2.24, that by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. Well, thank God for the word of God. Well, we started out here with Hebrews 2 and 14 was early in our message. Since the children are sharers in flesh and blood, he also himself in like manner partook of the same, that through death he might bring to naught or to zero him that had the authority of death, that is the devil. So Jesus is in control. He's given us the treasure of his name to use. And so in the name of Jesus, we receive God's great provision of healing. By his stripes, I am healed. I am healed, I am whole from the top of my head to the sole to the tip of my toes because the word of God says it, I believe it, and that settles it. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Jesus.